This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Protocol for Life Balance, offering a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out, which can help keep your blood vessels healthy and your circulatory system working properly, including Protocol's unique soy-free form of vitamin K2 that has been shown to promote healthy vascular structures, and D3, which helps maintain healthy blood levels of calcium. They're available in several forms and dosages, including a new combined formulation, which harnesses the synergistic effects of both K2 and D3. They're backed by solid scientific data, and available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. A special Mother's Day weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. That means that all you moms can call us with your questions. 877-726-8255, or perhaps uh, you've got a mom and you want to call on behalf of your mom, well, 877-726-8255 gets you directly into the doctor's office and you can pose your question with me online. We've got uh, lots of stuff in store for you today. Among the stories we're going to tackle, bald men more likely to suffer severe COVID, according to a new study, and uh, we've got uh, a story about how your familial longevity can be associated with reduced risk of cognitive decline. So if you've got, um, say, uh, a mom who is uh, older or a grandma who is older, well, maybe you're less likely to experience early cognitive decline, uh, a Mother's Day feature on how women may soon lose access to bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. This is the mainstay of treating a lot of women past the point of menopause. It's custom formulated and the Food and Drug Administration has it in its crosshairs. We'll cover that story momentarily. 877-726-8255. And uh, things are improving on the coronavirus front across the country. Statistics are uh, declining when it comes to hospitalizations and deaths. And uh, the occurrence rate is decreasing. Uh, we seem to be rounding the bend on the pandemic but uh, a problem still persists, which is COVID anxiety syndrome. According to a bunch of stories this week, it's a sign of the times because as things get better, well, we got to focus on some of the collateral damage of the COVID-19 pandemic. As things get better, could COVID anxiety syndrome stop people from reintegrating. According to uh, a story here on MedPage, popular medical site, coronaphobia has been dubbed a new disorder emerging from the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, 
it uh, a lot of people now vaccinated, but they still persist in wearing masks outside, which the CDC has said it's okay to take off your masks outside if you've been vaccinated, except, well, you know, perhaps if you're in a place of high density, uh, like a, a riot or a demonstration or a sports event. Um, but um, they're vaccinated, but they still won't go out. They, they may be leery about emerging from from a lockdown. So it's true that all phobias have at least in part a real basis. Planes do crash. Spiders do bite. Sharks attack. People fall from heights. But these are all the basis of irrational phobias where people exaggerate the risk in the face of statistics that show that the risk of really having a serious problem is not that great. And more and more in many parts of the country, that is the case with COVID-19. There's a self-imposed lockdown. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of speaks to, remember that allegory of the elephant tethered to a post? This is supposedly a way that they train elephants in uh, India, is that they tether them to a post. And uh, they walk around and they get uh, their, their leg jerked when they pull in the chain. And then after a while, they take away the chain. But the elephant doesn't move beyond the circumference of uh, their previous range when they were chained to a post. It really is basic behavioral science. Uh, scientists now say that after analyzing nearly 500 studies that address the alarm and panic people were feeling during the pandemic. Researchers have defined coronaphobia formally. And I'm quoting, an excessive triggered response of fear of contracting the virus causing COVID-19, leading to accompanied excessive concern over physiological symptoms, significant stress about personal occupational loss, increased reassurance and safety-seeking behaviors, i.e., wearing masks unnecessarily or social distancing or not getting on an elevator with somebody who may be already vaccinated and avoidance of public places and situations causing market impairment in daily life functioning. And I outline the latter part of that definition, which is causing market impairment in daily life functioning. I mean, it's real. This is a real thing, but, uh, people have exaggerated concerns. Uh, the research shows that on average, women are reporting more anxiety than men during the pandemic, perhaps because they have uh, more responsibility uh, and worry about family members getting sick. Um, younger people have been on the brunt of this. They've been experiencing an increase in anxiety, not just because of the virus itself, but due to the uncertain effect the pandemic can have on their future, on their education, on their professional prospects, on their social prospects, on their ability to hook up or find a suitable mate or partner. Uh, it turns out that spending more time on social media and consuming more media, that's called doom scrolling in some circles, may also increase anxiety levels about the pandemic. So uh, this is a real, real problem. And uh, uh, they've actually created uh, something called uh, a COVID-19 anxiety syndrome scale. Okay. 
It's a questionnaire uh, that has been formulated, a standardized questionnaire. And what you do is you score it. So uh, one item on the scale is number one. I have avoided using public transport because of the fear of contracting coronavirus. Not at all, you get a zero. Rarely, less than a day or two, you get a one. Several days, you get a two. More than seven days, you get a three. And nearly every day, you get a four. The higher your score is, the higher your COVID-19 anxiety uh, uh, score. So here are some of the other questions. Number two, I have checked myself for symptoms of coronavirus. <laughs> How many of you... I've certainly done this. Like, yeah, I feel a little scratchy throat. Do I? You know, I got a little to my little fatigue, achier today. Um, you know. Number three, I've avoided going out to public places, shops, parks, because of the fear of contracting coronavirus. Number four, I've been concerned about not having adhered strictly to social distancing guidelines for coronavirus. Was I a little too close to the people in line in in that store? Yeah. Number five, I avoided touching things in public spaces because of the fear of contracting coronavirus. Well, uh, it turns out that surfaces are less associated with, or perhaps not at all associated with, transmission of coronavirus. Number six, I've read about news relating to coronavirus at the cost of engaging in work, such as writing emails, working on Word documents, or spreadsheets. Do you wake up every morning and look at the, uh, the uh, coronavirus uh, uh, death toll score? online, checking perhaps for your zip code? Have I checked my family members and loved ones for the signs of coronavirus? Number eight, I have been paying close attention to others displaying possible symptoms of coronavirus. Somebody coughs or sneezes, and that sends a wave of apprehension through you, even though they're 20 feet away. I've imagined what could happen to my family members if they contracted coronavirus. So you add up your score and find out if you, too, are suffering from coronaphobia. Do you feel like you're suffering from inordinate fears about coronavirus? Has coronaphobia affected you? You can call us 877-726-8255. Let's hear what you have to say about that. 877-726-TALK on this Weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. I'm a huge fan of Kyolic Age Garlic Extract Reserve. Take it myself for prevention and recommend it to my patients with high coronary calcium scores, elevated cardio risks, and compromised immune health. Kyolic's Age Garlic Extract research is impressive with over 870 peer-reviewed published scientific articles. Most compelling are studies demonstrating the slowing of atherosclerosis and those showing antihypertensive benefits, ideal for optimizing blood pressure. Kyolic Reserve also works well with statins to enhance cardio protection. It's no surprise that Kyolic Age Garlic Extract is the best-selling garlic supplement on the market. Made from organically grown garlic, the aging process makes it completely odorless and it won't upset your stomach. I recommend taking Kyolic Reserve daily as part of your heart-healthy lifestyle. Look for Kyolic Reserve at fine natural health retailers near you. Learn more at kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. 
Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need Clear Saline Nasal Spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone making Clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about Clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands, why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms, grandmas out there. And... uh, our number, 877-726-8255. That's 877-726-TALK. And uh, if you're uh, a mom or if you care for a mom and you want to call in, that's the number to call in. And that number available to you 24-7, 365. And uh, we have a recorded question. Somebody called in and just uh, laid down a track. So let's hear it. Yes, doctor. Listen to your show right now, driving uh, through Central New York. You were talking about stem cell therapy a little bit and your NT factor. But uh, lately I've been researching a company called Lineage Cell Therapeutics, and they are growing stem cells of some sort. It's been proven to work for people's vision, possibly spinal cord injuries, and could possibly run the gamut on everything. I'm trying to find out your theory of this medicine. Please let me know. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Well, you know, there's a, a great promise of stem cells. You know, the idea behind it is that uh, stem cells are what are called pluripotential, uh, which means that they've got the potential to grow into any cells that you want. So uh, ideally, you'd take some of these stem cells and inject them, you know, put a shot in your butt or a shot in your veins, and then they'll travel to whatever distressed organs uh, are in your body, uh, and they'll provide uh, kind of a new uh, scaffolding to rebuild the organ. So if you're uh, going blind, uh, they'll restore your vision. Uh, if you're having brain problems, uh, you'll grow new brain cells, uh, and on and on it goes. That's the the basic idea. The problem, though, and this is, by the way, this is something that is being worked on big time by, uh, you know, startups and uh, with a lot of money for venture capitalists because it's regenerative medicine. The idea that uh, we can grow new organs and we can uh, uh, create some anti-aging elixir that will help people uh, overcome the ravages of aging. So uh, it's not for want of trying that uh, stem cells uh, have not uh, achieved their full potential yet. So uh, the problem is coaxing the stem cells to go where they need to work. So uh, there are therapies that have been designed to look at Parkinson's disease, where you want to regenerate the part of the brain that's associated with movement. Uh, But uh, they 
they haven't really worked out that well because you can inject uh, stem cells uh, into the arm and they're not necessarily going to go to the brain. Or you can inject the stem cells directly into the brain. That's kind of a risky procedure. I wouldn't want to do that, uh, you know, on a whim. Uh, it would have to be a pretty reliable and safe procedure for me to opt for that if I had Parkinson's disease. But it hasn't really quite worked out yet because you haven't, uh, they haven't come up with the, uh, the right uh, mix of molecular signaling that's going to make the stem cells do what we want. And there's also the potential downside that stem cells uh, might immortalize and become uh, wildly growing cancer cells. So that is a concern too. Uh, there are clinics, some of them are offshore, some of them in the U.S., uh, that offer stem cell treatments with more or less uh, success and in some cases with very, very disastrous results. There are actually some people who have been blinded by uh, stem cell therapies into the eyes that were prematurely administered before they were fully worked out. So uh, there are a lot of companies that I think rather unscrupulously are jumping on the bandwagon of a good idea uh, that are selling things that promote stem cells in quotation marks. They make the stem cells, uh, you know, or they make compounds that enhance your stem cells that supposedly have general rejuvenative and regenerative properties. I don't know the product that you're referring to, but it sounds like it's likely to be in the in that genre of things that are kind of speculative and don't have uh, real solid science behind them. Uh, this will eventually come to pass. There's no question, but they haven't worked out the kinks. And uh, in the next uh, you know decade or so, we're going to see stem cell treatments, stem cell treatments for degenerative blindness, stem cell treatments for uh, uh, cognitive decline, brain disorders. Uh, but the brain is... is uh, and the eye are very complex organs. So what is it that you're trying to grow? You have to be very, very specific so that you grow the right things and don't encourage the growth of the wrong things. That's sort of what I think about uh, stem cell technology right now. Uh, it's um, not yet ready for prime time, and yet it's very promising. There's an allure to people who are desperate with conditions that can't be treated. They spend huge amounts of money sometimes going to remote locations to get expensive treatments. But it's a little bit of uh, on a wing and a prayer. Thanks for that great question. Keep calling. 877-726-8255. We're here to answer your questions. On a Mother's Day weekend, I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Now more than ever, it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. Why? Because 70% of your body's immune cells reside in the GI tract. By taking a superior probiotic daily, like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics with their postbiotic metabolites, you can enhance your overall immune system and immune response. For additional immune support, get RegActive's immune formula to boost your glutathione levels, since our glutathione levels go down if we feel stressed. Maintaining glutathione levels is a key factor for natural defense. For a short-term immune boost, try Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus, which provides probiotic and immune support and includes Brazilian green propolis for superior antioxidant support and vitamin E, astaxanthin, and flax oil. Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, RegActive Immune Formula, and Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. Also available online.
Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here and a very happy Mother's Day, 877-726-8255. We're here. You can call us. We'd be happy to take you right into the doctor's office and answer your question or hear your comment. Um, there's this new concern about COVID-19 which is that although the numbers are declining and more and more people are getting vaccinated, very high percentage of people uh, over the critical ages, ages where the uh, risk of getting hospitalized or dying of COVID-19 are increased, uh, the older population is reaching a point where about 70% of people have opted for the vaccine. But uh, the concern is that uh, coronavirus is now affecting younger people. And for some, uh, that tokens a change in the character of the pandemic, is that the pandemic is now, uh, is now affecting young people and making them very sick. Some people said, well, maybe the virus has mutated and it's more virulent. And young people who thought they were invulnerable uh, are now succumbing in greater numbers to the coronavirus. Some are being hospitalized, some are even dying. And so what's up with that? I mean, it's one thing when uh, nursing home residents near the end of their lives are succumbing to the coronavirus, but what about people who are struck down in the prime of their lives by this uh, dangerous pathogen? Well, there's a little bit of a perspective on that story, and it comes to us from a study which suggests that among older millennials, uh, millennials being uh, individuals uh, who were born between 1981 and 1988, uh, they're now hitting 40. If you want to feel old, <laughs> consider that fact. Millennials are middle-aged. Turns out that according to a survey, 44% of Older millennials, those in their late 30s or around 40, already have a chronic health condition. And that is a real concern. Uh, about 44% of older millennials born between 1981 and 1988 report having been diagnosed with at least one chronic health condition. Uh, among um, older millennials... Uh, the frequency of having any chronic medical condition is actually greater than the general public. Uh, it turns out that, um, astonishingly, 
uh, 9% of millennials have three chronic medical conditions. Some have four, some have five or more. Uh, according to uh, the executive director of the American Public Health Association who comments on this, hypertension, diabetes, and obesity drives a lot of that. Uh, most common conditions reported were migraine headaches, major depression, and asthma. Uh, type 2 diabetes and hypertension round out the top five. So um, there's, um, you know, our, our younger population uh, is getting increasingly sick. Uh, and that's a trend that uh, we can't ignore. Uh, it seems that they are sicker than previous generations, uh, more so than, say, the baby boomers, or certainly the uh, World War II crew, who were a pretty resilient group overall. You know, they may have killed themselves prematurely with bad eating habits and stress and smoking, uh, but um, uh, millennials seem to be sitting ducks for COVID-19 because of these chronic medical conditions. And there's a story out of India, which I'll share with you in just a moment, uh, which suggests that obesity is the cause for a lot of young people in that country to be stricken. But first, let's take a phone call, 877-726-8255, our number. Maddie in Plainview, New York, how you doing? Hi, Dr. Hoffman, good, great. I've been studying up on seeing there's a new vaccine that may be coming out by Novavax for the SARS-19 vaccine, and it's supposedly a more traditional vaccine. I was just waiting, wondering if uh, you heard anything about it, if it was worth waiting, because I'm hesitant with the RNA vaccines, and and J&J uh, &J got such a bad rap. So um, with the with the uh, you know with the blood clots. So anyway, I was just wondering what your opinion was on that. Yeah, you know we uh, we simply don't know how to handicap the vaccines because you know there are known. Uh, potential problems with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and the AstraZeneca vaccine uh, that they caused uh, you know, vaccine-induced uh, thrombocytopenia, uh, but uh, immune thrombocytopenia. But uh, it, it's really hard to handicap the vaccines at this point because the Pfizer vaccines and the Moderna vaccines have also shown some rare problems. The problems are rare. I, you know, I got to admit, I mean, we're not seeing people dropping like flies due to the vaccine and the consequences of having COVID are far worse. So if you perform a risk benefit uh, analysis, you're going to say, well, you know, the benefits of the vaccine far outweigh uh, the disadvantages of the vaccine, but it remains to be seen. Novavax is a, a new company. Uh, they purport to be creating tomorrow's vaccines today. Uh, it's actually, you know, you say it's a traditional technology. Uh, it seems to be uh, kind of a novel technology. So we don't even know yet. These vaccines have not yet been uh, approved. Uh, they use what's called a recombinant nanoparticle platform, whatever that means. And uh, they haven't yet been approved. Uh, but uh, they're working on it. And that may offer yet another alternative that's either more effective or less effective, safer 
or more dangerous <laughs> than the current vaccines. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't hold out a lot of hope that this is going to offer a much preferable alternative to the current vaccines. But, uh, you know, it kind of shows that there's a kind of a space race going on here, you know, to produce a lot of different vaccine options for people. Uh, and, uh, and, and that's to the good, you know, as long as they're, you know, properly vetted and they really work. Thanks for your call. 877-726-8255. And uh, I wanted to share this with you. Uh, as you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. And that's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. And among them, several stand out that can help keep your blood vessels healthy and your circulatory system working properly, including Protocol's unique soy-free form of vitamin K2. That's an important vitamin. It's really coming into its own these days. It's been shown to promote healthy vascular structures and vitamin D3, which helps maintain healthy blood levels of calcium. They're available in several forms and dosages, including a new combined formulation that harnesses the synergistic effects of both K2 and D3. You need both. They're backed by solid scientific data, and they're available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Okay, just more on the subject of why young people are getting hit hard by COVID. Number one, uh, they're gregarious. They're tired of lockdown, and they're getting out and about. Uh, much more so than oldsters who are kind of resigned to, you know, <laughs> being sheltering in place. And, you know, they don't need as much of a social life, frankly. But young people want to get off the farm. So a story out of India suggests that the reason for the surge in young people is not necessarily because there's a new form of the virus that now uh, has learned how to attack young people. And uh, that uh, this whole thing about, you know, uh, you're only at risk if you're older uh, doesn't apply. This is actually being used as a way of uh, convincing young people that they need to get the vaccine. A lot of people, you know, uh, Joe Rogan said, well, if you're young and healthy, you don't need to take the vaccine. Well, they're trying to say, no, no, if you're young, you still can get very sick with COVID. You can even die. But in India, uh, what they found they're reporting on it here, is that um, uh, a couple of patients who required admission, um, one patient, age 40, weighed 250 pl pounds plus. In India, that's a feat, right? Um, the other 41 years old died, but that patient was over 200 pounds. Uh, the medical director of this hospital in India says that obese people have high insulin resistance and their lung function and respiratory reserve are also compromised. And what he's finding is that a very high percentage of the young people hospitalized in India, which is really getting slammed, um, are overweight or obese. So what they discovered, this is published in the Lancet, world's leading medical journal, the risk of worse outcomes from uh, coronavirus start increasing in people with a BMI over 23, 
23 is a normal BMI. So just even a little bit above that. Uh, according to the study, the risk of hospitalization was 5% higher for each one unit increase in BMI. So if it's, it goes 23 to 24%, 5% higher, 24 to 25%, 5% higher. Uh, and the risk of ICU admission was 10% higher for each unit increase. Uh, conversely, underweight people, really, really emaciated, frail people with a BMI less than 18.5, that would be twiggy, <laughs> also experienced poor outcomes from COVID. So Goldilocks effect, not too fat, not too thin, just right, uh, puts you at the lowest risk. The study showed excess weight leading to severe risk was greatest in the 20 to 39 age group. It was more profound for young people than for older people. The risk decreased after age 60. You could be overweight after 60. It didn't make that much of a difference. Uh, we've also found that the risks associated with excess weight are greatest in people aged under 40 years. While weight has little to no effect on your chances of developing severe COVID-19 after age 80. So make it to 80 and you, can, <laughs> you put on the feedback. Don't worry about it because having a little extra, extra weight gives you some reserve if you get sick. So, you know, you don't want to emulate um, a uh, spelt uh, runway model if you're 75, 80, beyond when it comes to COVID risk. 877-726-8255 is our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Program. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. That's drhoffmanstore.com, drhoffmanstore.com. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out which can help keep your blood vessels healthy and your circulatory system working properly, including Protocol's unique soy-free form of vitamin K2, that has been shown to promote healthy vascular structures and D3, which helps maintain healthy blood levels of calcium. They're available in several forms and dosages, including a new combined formulation which harnesses the synergistic effects of both K2 and D3. They're backed by solid scientific data and available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. drhoffman.com slash Protocol for Life Balance. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. We talked about coronaphobia, the uh, inability of people to uh, get past lockdown and uh, 
aggressive masking and social distancing, even when the danger has subsided. If you're suffering from coronaphobia, or if you want to comment on that, 877-726-8255 is our number. That's our theme today. And it's uh, Mother's Day weekend, so uh, happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. People with familial longevity show better cognitive aging. They have better cognitive performance when first tested, and they show slower decline in their processing speed. Uh, that's good news to you if you have someone in your family who is very, very old. Um, I personally have a maternal grandfather who lived to be 101. Uh, by contrast, uh, his son, my uncle, uh, died in his 60s of cardiovascular disease. So uh, I guess it's a mixed bag. Uh, my father was a smoker. He succumbed to the effects of smoking relatively early. Uh, my mom had sort of middling longevity. So um, what does that mean for me? Well, there's something called the Long Life Family Study, uh, which has enrolled over 5,000 participants from almost 600 families, and they've been following them. And what they determined is that not only may you live longer if you've got a lot of relatives or a family cluster of people who are uh, living in their 90s or into their 100s, but your cognitive performance may be retained for longer. Um, what they found is that individuals from long-lived families perform better uh, on tests of symbol coding, uh, on tests for psychomotor processing speed, attention, and working memory, uh, and uh, also for the ability to remember a short story and assess what's called episodic memory. So, interesting study that suggests that people with familial longevity demonstrate resilience to cognitive aging and uh, among all the other things that we do to preserve our brains, uh, good diet, keeping blood sugar optimal, uh, exercise, uh, adequate sleep, um, picking the right relative <laughs> might be part of that complex equation. All right, uh, bald men are twice as likely to suffer severe COVID. What's up with that? Well, bald men uh, may have higher levels of androgens. There's sort of a male-female differential uh, when it comes to COVID risk. I mean, certainly a lot of women are getting hospitalized and dying, uh, but um, the risks uh, associated with being male uh, in some studies are as high as two to one. And uh, hair loss is a token of high levels of androgens, uh, which may be associated with higher risk of COVID. Uh, I find this a little bit uh, perplexing because uh, there are also some studies that suggest that uh, men who have very, very low testosterone are less resilient to COVID. So we can't say that, okay, Testosterone's an androgen. Give a man testosterone. That means they're much more likely to die of COVID. They, they may 
be more energized. They may have uh, better blood sugar, better muscles, more initiative and energy. Uh, so, um, but nonetheless, statistics show that uh, men who are bald are uh, more likely to suffer severe COVID. Also, you know, there is an association between baldness and insulin resistance. No question that uh, men are fat and bald. Uh, well, it's not the baldness that's putting them in the ICU. It's the excess belly fat that is causing them to have a problem. Uh, and here's an interesting uh, study that suggests, you know, there is a relationship between diabetes and COVID. Uh, if you're diabetic, you're more likely to uh, have severe COVID or die, especially type 2 diabetes, which is associated with obesity. Um, this suggests that it's bidirectional, that not only uh, does overweight make you more likely to get COVID, but COVID makes you more likely to develop diabetes. Um, there's a study here that suggests that uh, COVID, perhaps because it debilitates people, they can't exercise, their metabolism slows down, or perhaps there's some direct hit on the pancreas or on the insulin signaling system that uh, the rate of diabetes is higher in people who have had COVID, particularly severe COVID. That COVID itself, that diabetes causes COVID but that COVID may in itself cause diabetes in a bi-directional way. Fascinating study. 877-726-8255 is our number. We'll take more of your calls next hour. 